now we've started. All right. We've started. So, here we are, still apart. We are still apart. I am home now. Well, I'm in your, I'm in your <laughs> home. You're in my house. I couldn't get my computer to work. No. My speakers to work. So I'm. I'm. You also couldn't get your. You computer. couldn't get your phone to work either. I got the phone to work. Yeah, eventually. Credit where my credit is due. Is that how that works? <laughs> sort of. Uh, I am in on your wife's computer. You are still in Maine. I am in Maine. You are doing Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. And I have a week left. Uh, it's strange because we do Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, but we use all the songs from My Fair Lady. Interesting. Yeah, it's very unusual. So anyway, enough about crosswords. Yeah. Um, let's talk about last week's show. All right. Are Everybody we gonna, are, hated it. Are we even going to start this week's show? We haven't done the music or welcoming anyone. Oh, I'm sorry. Right, right. Let's let's do um uh, uh <laughs> who is it? Maine's version of Franklin. Let's <laughs> well, let's him. why don't why don't we at least like say this show is called Fill Me In. That's the name it of is this Fill show. Me in. It's episode 110. It's 110. It's it's only 109 if you count episodes in which we actually co- you know collaborate. Uh, right. We, <laughs> we we didn't last week. I think we can. Okay, well, let's let's do the music. Okay. And then we'll come back and we'll discuss. Okay, here it is. So last week's episode, uh, last week's episode was kind of a, a train wreck. It was horrible. I think people do not give us the benefit of of uh, of the credit of the doubt. What am I trying to say? Enough credit for the conditions under which we recorded that episode. Um, you did all of your parts on an iPhone. Yes. You did I all did of your all parts my, on the iPhone. On a different iPhone. Yes. In a different state. Yes. They were somehow combined into a somewhat cohesive show. Somewhat. And people, everybody hated it. Everyone hated it. Every single Universal person. hatred. <laughs> that, that should have been the title of it, Universal Hatred by Ryan and got uh, a consensus. Well, it's definitely true. Um, let's this show s- will probably be marginally better. But only marginally. Only marginally, because you, we are still apart. Do you think that some of the reason that people hated it so much is because I invited them to? I mean, I did say many times in, in my solo portion of the show how bad I thought it was, and I encouraged them to uh, to join me in in this self loathing, and well, they did. They did. Yeah. Well, they they not self loathing. It was only your self loathing. They. Did. I encouraged them to join me in my self loathing. Oh, okay. The loathing yes, of me. Yes. <laughs> By yourself. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, I thought it was fine. Did you I listen to it? Was, yeah. I thought when we go back in the archives years and years and years from now, when we're on episode 745. Oh, my God. We'll look back, we'll look back on the main Martha's Vineyard episode and we'll say, you know what? That's something we did. Do you think that we should uh, allow future potential completists the option of skipping 109? Absolutely not. <laughs> if, you, if you listen to the, to the first 20, 30 episodes of this, you can at least listen to 109. It is really the first horrible one in a long time. Yeah, okay, I'll okay. give you that. Right? It, yes. it hasn't been that horrible in a long time. Like, even the one we did in the car was better than that. Yeah, at least we had the Marge. Who? Who, who was speaking? Who was giving us directions? Gladys? <laughs> I think it was Mandy. 
Oh, Mandy. That's I think it was Mandy, the GPS. All right, let's talk about something that's not going to be horrible, and that's Lollapazoola 3, the Great Pickle Giveaway. Okay, Lollapazoola 3. It's happening on August 14th. That's uh, it's a Saturday in August. That's like, uh, what is that, a month from now? Uh, a little over a month. Yeah, a little bit over. Today is uh, Tuesday, July 13th. So it's a little over a month. A little over a month away. It's happening in Queens. You can check out everything. Uh, all the information's on our website. That's at uh, bemoresmarter.com, and you click on the link for Lollapazoola 3, and everything you need to know is right there. We've got an express division for elite solvers. We have a local division for earthlings, and we have a pairs division for folks who want to work you know, with a spouse or a, a child or somebody they find at the bus station named Brittany. Uh, any way you want to do that. By the way, I just want to interject. If you hear a buzzing noise right now, that's uh, the litter being cleaned. <laughs> I see. Yeah, Ryan is using Studio B. <laughs> <laughs> that's the sound of the litter box. <laughs> Studio B sucks. Apparently, oh God, it's going again. How, how long does this last? Uh, Blueberry takes a big dump. <laughs> Concentrate with this noise. Oh my god! Oh my All right, god! So, uh, yes, Lollapazoola three. Twenty dollars to enter. $25 what did I tell you? What did I tell you about your chair? I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you hear that over the litter? Yes. Uh, $25 to enter and be part of the pizza social, in which you will get pizza. That's right. We're, we have pizza after the whole day is done. The day consists of uh, five puzzles that everybody plays and a final championship puzzle for the division leaders. We're also going to have some, some, some inter-puzzle inter game, inter games. Yeah, we do. We have some extra games being provided by additional brilliant puzzle makers. Uh, it's going to be a fantastic day. And uh, yeah. we, have a, we have a Facebook group on it, too. If you're on the Facebook, just look up Lollapazoola 3 and join us there. Uh, and if you, if you uh, just want to hang out with puzzle people and you don't want to pay, you don't want to do puzzles, and you just want to help out, please let us know that because we can definitely use some volunteers. We do need to uh, clarify the difference between hangout and help out. Uh, we can't just open this to be a, a general social forum for anybody who wants to just stop by and sit there. Um, right. But if you do want to hang out and not do the puzzles, we definitely could use your help. As a yes. volunteer, whether it's scoring pages or handing out papers or uh, providing Google answers or whatever it might be. Yes. Oh, yeah, we haven't really talked about that about that, that much this time around, but we do have, we're, we're continuing with the Google tickets. Oh, absolutely. That's our patented uh, Google ticket uh, routine. We, we'll give everybody eight tickets uh, at the beginning of the day, and over the course of the puzzles, you can cash in these tickets for answers. So if there's something you're stuck on and you need to Google an answer, this is how you do it. You wave a ticket in the air, and uh, one of our Google experts will fly to your side and provide you with the answer. As long as yeah. it's not a theme answer. We don't let you Google the theme answers. Right. Uh, but you can Google anything else in the puzzle, usually about, what, 10 or 15 minutes into the solving window is when we allow those to start. time that, that has to elapse before you can use them. Yeah, it's usually about halfway through. And you also there's also a points cost for that. There is. There's a deduction on your score. So, so there's some incentive to try to no-Google the puzzle. But if you are completely stumped, then uh, this, is a, this is a fun way to just sort of, you know, give you a boost. Yes. Uh, is there anything else we need to say about it? 
uh, sign up, and you can you can pay in advance on PayPal, or you can show up at the door and pay when you get there. That's fine too. When is it going to start? What, do we have a time? Well, ten o'clock is when we actually start, and people show up before then. Last year, everybody started arriving between nine and nine thirty. You know, to get right. to okay. get their stuff, to get their seat, to get all of that. Ten o'clock is about when we aim to to sort of wrangle the room down for puzzle one. And it'll go, it'll go until about four or five o'clock. Yeah, maybe, maybe push that a little bit later. Six or seven. <laughs> I, I think that based on last year's style, it probably runs from about ten to about six. Yeah, that sounds about. That's right. about what we did, with a lunch break in the middle, of course. Of course. Yeah. There's delicious places to eat. Yeah, like but Taco we Bell. Go into all that right now. No, we don't. You know what we haven't even done yet is uh, the viewer mail. We, oh. We, we, you totally skipped that. Did you not want to do it at all? Well, I don't have any viewer mail in front of me. You have all I do mail. have the viewer mail in front of me. Do you want to open the bag and then I'll look at what's inside? I will open the bag long distance. Okay, see if you can do that. Viewer mail, opening it up. Uh, we have one viewer mail and it came to us from the Reverend Genius Jeremy Horwitz of the Jets. Yes. Uh, the, the mail was titled, Reasons I Hate Brian. <laughs> and it says, Gentlemen, Ryan and the usual banter were missed, until the Thunder Round, of course. But aside from that, my only real complaint was that the show was a bit short, as you noted. Though I do feel that I'm easily getting my money's worth, and then some. Well, that's nice. It's sort of nice, yeah. I, everybody got their money's worth. Uh, yeah, if, if any of you didn't get your money's worth, please send us an email, and we will issue you a refund immediately. Absolutely. Yeah, there's, you know, we, don't, we don't want you to feel dissatisfied with your investment. So uh, send us an email at rbxblog at gmail.com, and uh, tell us, in, in, you know, be specific about what you didn't like about the show, and, uh, and we will be happy to give you a refund, full value. Speaking of refund, here's a joke I'm trying to work. I can't figure out how to word it yet. You oh, right? this, this, is gonna, this is going to be good. I'm looking forward to this. You ready? Yeah, That's my favorite segment of the show right here. Pickles and I were on a train coming home yesterday. All right? Yes. And we, we were stalled in New Haven for five hours. In the station in New Haven for five hours. Oh, God. And it was pretty miserable. I mean, it wasn't in the scale of miserable things. It wasn't that miserable. But still, we wanted to be home, and we, we couldn't get home. No, you could so have walked home. There was some joke that I was trying to trying to word where yes, on the downside we were in New Haven for five hours, but on the upside, something about how I was able to get my MFA in interstellar dynamics from Yale in that time. What's the joke <laughs> there? There's some sort of a joke. You think so? Yeah, I think there's a joke. Do you really? I can't figure out how to word it, so it's funny though. <laughs> you I can't. Might not think of how do you word this joke, and so it's funny. And we'll read it on next week's show. Yeah, and you know what? Do, let's not limit this to Mike Nothnagel. Let's let's say that if anybody can think of a way to make Ryan's so-called joke funny, volunteer that information to us. We'd be happy to uh, explore your comedic skills. Ryan's so-called joke coming to ABCs this fall. <laughs> That's a good show, right? Ryan's so-called joke. Better than most stuff on ABC. I would think so. Yeah. Name one thing on ABC. Lost. One thing. One thing, one thing that that's actually not not over. Uh, on ABC, wait, isn't a, isn't ABC isn't that Modern Family's on ABC now? I don't know. I think ABC Wednesday is like a, a decent night for TV. Modern Family and The Middle and uh, Cougarville and and things like that. 
<laughs> right? Are you a big Cougarville fan? No, you know, we watched the first couple episodes of Cougarville because Tony and I were fans of Friends. And so anytime one of the Friends is on a new show, we'll give it a try. But, but we got... Mr. Marbles. What's that? Mr. Marbles. Mr. Marbles? The guy who lives upstairs with all the sweet and low. Okay, no. You, you've never watched Friends. Anyway... Uh, I've seen that episode with the Sweet Low, the and then the Sweet Low falls down on Joey, and he starts to cry. No, that's not actually how it happened at all. But nice try. Uh, anyway, oh. anyway, anyway. So we watched yeah. Cougarville because it's got Monica from Friends as the lead. Sure, but I just thought it was awful, and I think uh, Tony might like it. I don't know, but I I couldn't stay with it. I tried three or four episodes, and then I was done. All right, so no more ABC. No. Is it the end of the viewer mail? Yeah, I think that's it. Viewer mail, closing it up. How come sometimes yeah, your snap... You, sometimes your snap sounds like it has two snaps in it. Like like your finger has really? a, like a ridge or something. Do you have a ridge in your fingertip? I don't think so. Can you see a ridge? I don't know. I might replay the viewer mail song there, because snap three sounded like it had a little, like an extra kick to it. Had something right. in it. I don't know well, maybe what. Maybe I do have an extra kick in Snap 3. Maybe you do. Uh, what are we moving on to? One thing that I, I was... I was away. I was away in Martha's Vineyard. Yes. My wife and I took a lovely week to, to Martha's Vineyard. And I brought a book of puzzles with me. I bought a book of Wall Street Journal, an omnibus, as it were, uh, 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 edited by Mike Schenk. Yes. Mike Schenk. Yep. <laughs> That's it? That's all you got to say? I got it. There was a break... There's a Brendan Emmett Quigley one. Yeah. There was a, uh, another one. There's better. Okay. So buy that book. Okay. <laughs> All right. What were you going to say? I don't know, but speaking of other puzzle books, I'm working right now on uh, two books in the in the orchestra pit there for My Fair Lady. I've got two books with me. I have uh, Mutant Sudoku. I'm working on Mutant Sudoku. And I wish I could tell you, you the like name. like saying book type. Mutant Sudoku. <laughs> Applebaum. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, this is what I wanted to tell you. I went to a, a, a Red Sox game. You I did? I went to a Red Sox game uh, the Friday before we were in Martha's Vineyard. Could we stayed over the night in Boston? Yeah. Went to a Red Sox game. We were sat out in the bleachers. Yeah. Uh, got pretty tickets last minute. And, you know, there's a bunch of Sox fans out there, obviously. And, and they started doing the wave. Uh -huh. it was, the game was 2-2 two, was two in the eighth inning, and people started doing the wave. And this guy, there was this Red Sox fan there who was appalled, absolutely appalled. And he kept yelling out, you only do the wave when you're winning. You only do the wave when you're winning. When you're tired, you cheer on your team. When you're tired, you cheer on your team. He had all these rules for fan behavior. Wow. And he was appalled at people. Doing, doing the wave when the tie, when the team was tied. My goodness, that's serious stuff. It was, it, it was very serious stuff. But then the Red Sox won. Well, that's good. They don't usually do that these they, days. They, What's that? They have horrible food. Oh, I believe that. It's Boston. He's got a hamburger. Yeah. It's terrible. Okay. It's terrible. Yankee Stadium has horrible food they, too. It's horrible food. What? <laughs> Why do you insist on talking over me? I'm trying to time myself. You're trying to time yourself? Yourself. <laughs> myself. Oh, my All God. Right, Let's move on. Uh, 
Panda Mag, you're going to have some a little editing to do here. Yeah, Panda Magazine is our next segment. Panda Magazine number 26 has come out. It's I haven't given up. Yeah, Brian has, but I have not given up. Panda Magazine, uh, the new issue number 26 is out. It's at pandamagazine.com. And I would like to draw everyone's attention to a page in Panda Magazine episode episode number 26. Uh, it's it's in the middle. It's, uh, it's actually page 14 of the 32-page magazine. And the page is titled, How Did You Solve That? And I'm going to read to you a little bit of this page. It says, how did you solve that? As a way to help more inexperienced solvers get used to the type of puzzles issued in P&A Magazine, I thought it might help to include a puzzle from the previous issue with a step-by-step -step explanation of how the constructor expected someone to reach the solution for that puzzle. The puzzle in question is Hypochondriac Crow. All right, now, I'd like to point out to our podcast listeners here that Hypochondriac Crow is one of the puzzles Ryan and I actually solved together and talked about in a previous episode of this show. And Hypochondriac Crow was this one where the clues across the top were something that had a color in it, and the clues across the bottom were all the same things, but instead of any color, it was blue. And so you connected, like, Silver Streak to Blue Streak and drew a line through it, and it spelled stuff out. And Foggy Broom, editor of Panda Magazine, goes on and explains this step-by-step -step to, you know, to a novice solver how one might decipher and unlock all the tricks within Hypochondriac Crow. I think this is fantastic. I think this is such a fantastic thing for Foggy to include in his magazine. Do you think it's a direct response to us? I think it could be a direct response to us. I know Foggy listens to some episodes of this show, so it could be a response to us because we did talk about this for several weeks, and... As as our listeners know, it, it, there was great frustration. There was great upheaval uh, within in Studio A. There were forks flying. There were forks flying. I, I threw a plastic fork at Ryan and hit him in the oh, ear. Besides, it was plastic, just so people know I was an actual harm. Well, you know what? I listened to that episode, and in it, it really sounded like I impaled you. And all I did was throw a plastic <laughs> fork at you, and it hit you in the side of the head. And it hit, the handle side hit, hit you. That's the side it of your head. The cheek. But it was the handle no. that hit you. It wasn't even the How times. I watched the it. Who? Times. <laughs> the times? Yeah, the times. Daily right. and others. All the time. Name another oh. time besides daily. Oh, time oh time daily. I thought you were thinking like the, the Daily Times newspaper. No, tine. Like the, the prongs of a fork. They're called tines. No, I understand that you were making a pun. <clears throat> it's not a pun if you change the word. Sure it is. If you change time to time, it becomes a pun. No, if you if you say if you say orange you glad I didn't say banana, that's a pun. But that changes the word. So explain to me how explain to me how changing time to time makes a pun out of anything that I've said. The the the, the New York Times. That's your your. Uh, I didn't all, say the New York Times. The news that all the news that's fit to fork. I said daily and others. I didn't say the New York Times. I know, but that, but I extrapolated from what you said into the New York Times. And then you accuse me of coming up with a lousy pun. Thank you. Your extrapolation is not my <laughs> failure. And that might be the that title of the this name episode. Of this episode. <laughs> yes. Anyway, Panda We're Magazine. We're having Panda Magazine number 26 is available. Go buy it now. It's only $5. Uh, the title of this issue is uh, The Battle of the Doughboys. I'm excited for this. I'm going to give it a shot. I, I, I failed it last time, but this one, I'm going to get some of this one.
I'm, All right. I, I'm gonna the do it. The contest of now. The contest of well, now. Explain the contest of now. I'm gonna go grab the buzzer. Oh, okay. You so go you do that. I'll read the contest of now. Yes. <clears throat> the contest of now. We did not have a contest of then because last week's show was so pathetic. Uh, but this week we have a contest of now, and it comes to us from our friend Nicole Hirsch. Something Jared, something numbers. We asked, actually, we asked a number of people last time uh, if they would provide us with contests, and Nicole has done this. So she sends us a contest, and uh, this is how she describes it. What five-letter adjective becomes a fruit if you change the E to an A and scramble the letters? What five-letter adjective becomes a fruit if you change the E to an A and scramble the letters? <laughs> an adjective becomes a fruit. An adjective becomes a fruit. And uh, if you oh. don't understand the contest and you need us to email you, send an email to us, rbxblog at gmail.com, and include this week's password. And this week's password is, of course, Mike Shank. Mike Shank. Mike Shank. Mike Shank. Is this week's password. Uh, this week. And uh, it, we don't know yet what you're playing for. This might be, a, you'll get a mystery prize. We haven't decided what the prize is. Yes, yep. Decided yet? Yeah, because I'm in Maine and I'm the only one with access to our prize locker. Look on the horizon! It's a thunder god, and he's doing the wave while his team is tied. Monday, July fifth, by Jill Denny and Jeff Chen, both debuts for nice. both. Very nice. This oh, oh oh something happened. Something happened. Uh oh, what happened? Something Jared. Something numbers. Um, all right, so this was all about a part of the body. You had full speed ahead. Ah. You had, uh, the game is a foot. Yes. You had two abreast. Ooh. You had taken a back. Nice. So it was, uh, I, I liked it. I thought it was a, a clever puzzle, especially for a Sunday. Yeah. And, uh, for a Sunday? This wasn't for a Sunday. This was for a Monday, actually. Well... It'd been definitely for a Monday. Definitely, definitely. Are those the... Whoa. Sorry, go oh, ahead. You just buzzed right in me. No, go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, no, it's all right. We're done with that. No, I thought you were done. No, I have nothing important to say. Tuesday, July 6th by Jose Chardier. Oh, that's, that's a name for you, Jose Chardier. This Jose, was a debut... 16. Debut puzzle. 16 years old. Debut puzzle for Jose. Yes. Jose came up with this puzzle and... Uh, what do we have in it? Our theme answers are, uh, what are they? I didn't do this puzzle. We have Bernie Mac, Escape Pod, and Launch Pad. What do those things have in common? What do they have in common? I have no idea. Uh, uh, I. Everything can... Oh, they're all Apple products. The iMac, the iPod, and the iPad. Oh, uh, yeah, this one was a, this one seemed like an advertisement to me. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit of an Apple plug. Yeah, uh, you know, all right, whatever. Hey, I'm an Apple person. S hey, now, stop it with that. Every time I start I to talk, you done. buzz me. Whatever, I, I think I don't you're done. I can't make eye contact with you. Vuvuzela. Uh, uh, Wednesday? Yes. July 7th, 2010, by Will Nettiger, who also looks like he might be 16 years old. Might be, but this is his 10th puzzle. This was composer puns, busy signal, yeah, playlist, yeah, Wizard of Oz. That's not one of these. No, it's not. Hide and go seek. Yep. This was this was uh, enjoyable. Sure, those are I puns. Don't, I don't, you know, composers. I don't really know. So, 
No, you've not heard of these? Bizet and List and I've Bach? I've heard of and... them, but they, they, they don't spring to mind. No? No. All right. Oh, it's my turn. I, I'm not there yet. Thursday, July 8th by John Farmer. John Farmer. What John? is this? Oh, this is uh, this was the Everything's Even puzzle. This is uh, every answer and every word in every clue, everything on the page, even number of letters. Yes. Every single word. So it's a Thursday, which is normally clever theme day, but in this case it was just themeless with a gimmick. And, you know, I, when I wrote the blog, I kind of paraphrased what you said before for some other puzzle was this kind of theme... The, the, the constructor gets to do all the fun figuring out stuff. Yep. And, and the, 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 the solver is kind of left with a themeless puzzle. A little bit. It, you know, it seems sort of like only the, uh, the crossword bloggers are going to even discover what the hell's going on on this puzzle. Your average New York Times solver on the subway, they're not going to care at all. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's like I said on the blog, it, it would be nice in a crossword museum just to see it. Uh huh. And that it's done, but yep. I don't get any pleasure of solving even numbered clues. No, not really. It's just a little bit weird to read because there's a constraint on it. You know, none of you'll never see a word like the in this puzzle, so right. it, it just automatically makes the English a little stilted. Uh, so I don't know. Plus, some uh, some word abbreviations that just seem to be yeah. That seems a cheap. Little bit of cheap. Yeah, exactly. That doesn't seem like a, a like fair game for when you invent yeah. this kind of constraint. You shouldn't be able to skirt around it. Yeah. There was some skirting. There was a little bit of skirting. Sorry. It's your turn. Oh, wait, I have, to, I have to load it up. You'll edit this part out. Friday, July 9th by Patrick Berry. Friday, July 9th by Patrick Berry. This was difficult. I thought it was what very difficult. Think? This was my complete, my all Google weekend. I, I was unable to solve anything this weekend. I couldn't do this, uh, I couldn't Mick do Mac. Saturday, I couldn't do Sunday. Micmac. Yeah, and I I, uh, I caused a great stir on our blog disagreeing with uh, the 44 across, banned AIDS, the clue for uh, cribs. Oh, right, right, yeah. right. Uh, just, I, I didn't really have a problem with the clue. No, I just, you know what, I don't love when a clue is, when it's a clever clue, when it's a question mark clue, for the cleverness just to be about a pun that has absolutely nothing to do with it. I just think that that's boring. I, I'm disappointed in that. I like a clever clue to actually be clever. This There's nothing clever, but it has nothing to do with either the, the meaning of the clue or the answer in the grid. The, just what, it sort of sounds like band-aids. That's it. Uh, that's disappointing. And yeah, I can see that. It crossed Micmac, which, that's garbage. Micmac actually isn't garbage, but, uh, I mean, I, I've, I've heard of Micmac a few times in crossword puzzles, so yeah. I was able to get that. I, I talked about it in a, on a past crossword puzzle in a blog, like a year ago, and I didn't have any issue with it then. Apparently, I have an issue with it now, but uh, a year ago, no problem whatsoever. All right. Go figure. Saturday, July 10th, by Joe <laughs> DiPietro. What are you laughing at? Uh, uh, Joe DiPietro. Joe DiPietro. Is, uh, didn't, wasn't one, I supposed to say that name some way that my sister would like? Oh, yeah. DiPietro. Joe DiPietro. 
Joe DiPietro. Your sister will think that's very funny. I don't understand why. Well, I can't really go into it. Okay. Uh, this uh, was, uh, by many standards, one of the hardest Saturday puzzles in years. It a lot was of people, incredibly difficult. A lot of people thought this was incredibly difficult. I also thought so. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I couldn't do it. I, I got about half of it, and then I, I was done. I hit I my limit. I this on a bus. Lucky you. I mean, we, we, you know, it really was lucky me. I really thought I had a number of things wrong with it. But there's just so much that I'd never heard of. Mr. Ree? Infradig. Uh, Infradig? Uh, swords? Yeah. There's just, I mean, there were so many spots where I thought, well, that's wrong, and that's got to be wrong, and that's got to be wrong, but I don't know the other, I don't know another answer. And then I submitted it on, on the, the Magmic Games thing, and then it was said, well done. Wow. I could not have been more surprised. That's incredible. Now, uh, what's more incredible uh, is that you still have the Magmic Games software. Mine expired. I thought I had a lifetime membership. I thought Stephen Grimaldi Grant was giving me a lifetime membership, and then I got like three months, and it expired. Uh, well, I, I, I got about a year. I think my year is almost up, though. Well, I don't know. Stephen Grimaldi Grant, I thought I was getting a lifetime membership. I got three months. What are you going to do about that? I don't think he works there anymore. Well, so I don't care. What's he going to do about it is my question. Maybe he'll buy you a pizza. Maybe. Sunday, July 11th by Ed Sessa. Ed Sessa. This puzzle was called As Elmer Fudd Would Say. Now, I, I didn't understand. You, where did you have a problem with on this one? I don't know. I got about half of it, and then uh, I didn't seem to know anything else. You know what I think? I what? think you gave up. Maybe. Now, here's what you don't seem to understand. Here's what you don't understand. Wait, 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 wait. Let me explain something to our viewing public. Go ahead. Brian Simmett, my podcast partner, can, can not easily, but can complete some of these fireball stumper puzzles that I can't even begin. So I think you gave up. It's quite possible, but here's the thing that you don't seem to understand. I, I do this, I do a show, I go and I play the piano for three hours, so I sit there in the dark, staring at a book of tiny little black notes on a white page, and I play the piano for three hours, and then I come home, and I'm going to spend another hour staring at little tiny black dots on a white page to try to figure out words I don't know. I burn out super fast, and I could sit here looking at it for six hours after a show and fill in nothing, because my brain is mush. All right, I don't buy it. You don't buy it? No, I don't buy it. Oh, my God. This is... The, the show I'm doing now is so long. It's three hours long, and uh -huh. it's difficult. There's only two of us in the whole orchestra. It's just me and Eddie of Maine playing the piano. That's what you wanted. I know. It's a great gig. I like the job. I don't like doing crossword puzzles when I get home. Why'd you do them before? I start during Act 2 because I can get it on the New York Times website at 10 o'clock at night. But... Thank you.